So we're going to make a uh, dexterity larceny check to grab the blood. So these four cops are in the apartment lobby. Some people came after me because we said something we shouldn't have. Stay safe, please. Bye. Here's the money. Oh, holy shit, I'm in bank. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Totally Trans Roleplaying Games, a podcast all about the joys of solo tabletop RPGs. My name is Ori the Doof, and tonight we continue the adventures of Paige Renfield in Vox Noctis. You know the drill, Chaos Rank has been adjusted. Uh, what is our next scene going to be? Uh, I think, so Peach had two nights to do this, so he can wait a night before reporting this back to Ruben. What he needs to do right now is find a place to sleep uh, for the day. I think he's going to check out the uh, Queer Cafe that uh, Bryn runs. So he's going to head to the cafe. I'm basically going to make a a couple checks to sneak in and find a safe place to sleep. And yeah, after that, we'll move on to the next day. So let's do our chaos roll. Chaos rank is currently five. I rolled a three. So the scene is altered somehow. How is it? Altered. Uh, Release business. Oh, no. So I think Paige uh, is walking to where the uh, queer cafe is and uh, sees that it is having all of its signs and like posters and logos being removed. The place is closing for business permanently. Paige is very upset to see this. This one place that, aside from his home, he felt where he could go and be with people who were like him. But on the plus side, that's going to make it very easy to uh, hide in. So, a uh, sort of Upset Paige is... Actually, before he sneaks inside, he's probably going to approach uh, one of the people who's, like, taking all the branding off of it. Uh, what's this person's attitude? Oh, prejudiced focused on the character. <laughs> oh, boy. So, uh, Paige approaches one of the people and says, Hey, uh, what happened to this place? I was just here, like, a week ago. The uh, worker gives Paige a an annoyed look and just says, I don't know why you're asking me. I don't visit these kinds of places. I just... <sighs> Whatever. Fine. Yeah, I'm not customer service, pal. All right? You want to complain? Here's their phone number. Holds up a poster and Paige just says, I... I know. I'll leave. Turns and walks away. Just goes, jackass. Does the guy do anything? I'm going to say it's unlikely. Nope. No and. 
So, uh, first thing we need to do is get inside uh, Dexterity Larceny, which is a lockpicking check. Uh, so, I get plus one to my dice, which is nice. I have some new dice, so let's see if these help me suck less. Uh, that is one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> Apparently, they do. So... Yeah, that is... I forgot to set a DC, but there's no way this, like, cafe is gonna have that good a lock. So, yeah, Paige manages to get the uh, lock open. Just kind of, like, jig Maybe the back door has, like, a doorknob that's like, oh, you have to do this to get inside. Uh, Paige probably knew that because he was a regular. So he just uh, opens the back door. And now... So what I was going to do to see if Paige can sleep here safely, I was going to do Dexterity Stealth, and the higher I rolled, the less likely it was that someone was going to find me on the yes-no table. But now no one... Now, like, people don't work here. Like, this place probably doesn't have new owners this soon, so I'm going to give myself... I'm going to give myself a whole plus two to this roll. So if I get no successes, uh, it is uh, almost certain that someone will find me. If I get zero, it goes down to very likely and so on and so forth. Let's do the roll. Uh, one, two, three, four. So that'll be... Very likely, likely, somewhat likely, 50-50. I'm not a fan of those odds. So we're going to willpower a couple of bones, a couple of bone boys. Uh, one more success. So somewhat unlikely that someone won't find me. So I think actually because of that, maybe they're not just shutting this place down. Maybe they're tearing down the building. So it looks like the start of like a construction zone. Hopefully they're not going to be in here tomorrow. So Paige, very symbolically, surrounded by his old life being torn down, is going to go to sleep. Does anyone find us? Someone unlikely. No, but... No one finds us while we're asleep. But the place is pretty packed when we wake up. So Paige wakes up. Uh, does the rouse check. Goes up to hunger three again. My hunger dies still don't like me. That'll never change. But Paige wakes up and notices... Uh, all around him, that construction has, er, destruction, has begun on this pay place. So Paige says, ah, fuck, and is going to have to sneak out. Gonna be a difficulty of three, because there's a couple, probably like a decent amount of people here. So, come on, die, don't fail me, I got six die. Statistically, I'm likely to succeed. Uh, two... All willpower, too. 
Oh, actually, I get to willpower a third. Well, one of my two. Yeah, so I got three successes exactly. So uh, Paige does manage to sneak out of the place, and it is uh, the next night. I don't really know where I was going with that sentence. So now is the point where I'm going to introduce something I've been meaning to do for a while. The clock. Basically, it's an eight-segment countdown clock uh, that will keep track of how long the night is. So, uh, yeah, basically, I, I'm not going to be abstract with the time anymore because, you know, vampires have to be wary of the sun. So, Paige escapes. First thing he's going to do is, I think he's going to try and buy a new phone. <laughs> He has two points of resources, so he's definitely going to be able to get a new phone with that. Uh, do I find a... Can I find a phone that will only cost one point of resources? That's like a paycheck, so I'm going to say likely. Yes, and. Oh, cool. So, uh, yes, and means it's not like a burner style phone. It's like a decent phone. So Paige uh, goes to, like, I don't think he goes to, like, an official, like, Apple or Android store. He goes to a store that sells phones, uh, buys uh, a a phone that's, <laughs> maybe it's, like, new, but it's being sold at used prices. So Paige buys a phone, gets the SIM card, puts that bad boy in, uh, and is in the next scene. Going to try and contact Bryn and meet up with Vox Noctis again before he goes to see Ruben. So we're going to drop the Chaos Rank to a four. We're not doing so, so bad right now. Let's do our Chaos Roll. Nine. Hell yeah, nothing happens. We're not going to up the clock. Uh, so, Paige puts the thing in. Uh, does Bryn answer? Uh, I'm going to say likely. Yes. So, Bryn answers and says, Hello? Who is... Uh, Bryn, it's Paige. I'm sorry I... I'm sorry I hung up on you like that. I'm safe. I'm fine. We need to meet up at the usual place tonight. Can you do that? Can they do that? Likely. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll... I'll... I'll get everyone together. What's Bryn's current mood? Friendly, uh, focused on your rewards. Uh, ooh, so maybe they found something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll meet up then. We, uh, found a little more on, uh, Chaudier. That's good. Don't say anything else. We need to talk in person specifically. Thank you, Bryn. Hangs up. So, Paige sighs. Looks... Pats his wallet, because he's probably in a bad part of town, and is going to head to the warehouse to meet with Vox Noctis. It's not going to be a different scene. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, Paige gets there, meets up with the crew, uh, and uh, gives them the DL. Basically, like, right, I met some other vampires, uh, especially, apparently, the head vampire around here. They don't like me talking to you guys. And 
Evidently, neither do humans. There are vampire hunters, and apparently they keep our phones tapped. I had a couple show up at my apartment last night, did some, did some godfather shit, like full animal head on the bed. It was nasty. They did it with a Rottweiler, though. Poor, poor guy. Anyway, uh, yeah, the point is, we need to meet more secretively, and don't say the V word over the phone. We need to try and talk in code. So, yeah. Also, I'm supposed to meet with a baron tonight to uh, hopefully become a fully-fledged vampire. Uh, What's the atmosphere of the room? Just the general club's atmosphere. Inquisitive, uh, focused on your treasure. I'm going to be metaphorical and all (laughs) hippy-dippy with that. So everyone is very curious about... Uh, the head vampire thing. What's vampire society like? And Paige is like, I don't really know yet. I had to do a favor. And I think I did good. So hopefully today I can find out like what the rules are. All I know is that I'm not supposed to tell people that vampires are real. So yeah, keep it on the keep it on the DL, guys. Uh, Paige thinks a moment and says, actually, actually, it might be best if I limited my in-person visits. He looks at Bryn and says, Bryn, I know I'm trying to stay far away from the cult shit, alright? I don't want to become some weird, like, blood guru, but I trust you the most. Maybe these meetings should just be you and me and you be kind of like not my herald. God, that's weird. Just you and me. You're my voice. You're my... God, no, this all sounds... Uh, does... Bryn probably understands. They're friendly. So Bryn says, no, no, I... I get it, you need to stay, like, secretive and quiet and hidden and cool and mysterious. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Well, uh, I'll be your, I'll be your mouthpiece. Don't say it like that. I don't want it to be weird. I, I'm, I do appreciate it, though. I do need to make one more request. Can I stay with you for the next... I don't know how long, because they found my apartment. I haven't been back there since last night. I need to get my my shit. I need to get my books. Oh, God, my books. I need to get my books, and I need somewhere to stay. Please? I'm, I'm going to make a persuasion check. It's going to be... I literally am just going to need one success. But it's all with hunger die. <laughs> Because this does feel like a big ask. So, charisma persuasion, but I just need one success. But it's also all on my hunger die. Okay, I got two successes. No skulls. No messy crits. So, Bryn says, Yeah, yeah, of course you can uh, stay with me. I'll... I can 
Does Bryn have any roommates? 50-50. No, but... I can... Yeah, I can bring you in. Uh, You might just have to hide, because... I-, I got the whole dorm to myself, so they... Might get suspicious if they see you, like... Hanging around in there, you know? Paige nods and says, I'll... I've slept in an attic most of my life. If I have to make, like, a little cot or whatever in the closet, I'll be fine. Thank you. Uh, gives a kind of awkward smile and just says, All right, I'll be by... Uh, looks at his watch. It's probably about... Uh, I have eight hours. Sunrise is at six, I'm going to say, so it's probably about ten. I'll try and be by... Shit. I'll, I'll knock on your window. I'm not sure when I'll be by. I don't know how long the Baron's going to be with his introduction. Yeah, just uh, just knock. Okay. I'll uh, be... Oh, yeah. Uh, Paige kind of smacks his forward and is like, uh, what did you find out about Alex? What did they find out about Alex, actually? Uh, they found out. Abandoned power. So, we were doing some research on the guy. You know how we mentioned he was super, like, ascetic uh, and all that? Like, almost like a French monk dude. He would, like, fast for days on end. He wouldn't eat meat. He would turn down wine, which, you know, Brenda's air quotes, wine. He didn't seem like the type to, uh, who enjoyed being a vampire, you know? There's mentions that he always preached of something called Golconda, a sort of state of transcendence that was also a place, kind of like Nirvana, I guess. Paige nods and says, All right. I think we found out as much as we could about the person. Uh, I'll, I'll be more active with the research once I get all this handled, but... While I'm gone, Golconda. That's the thing, that's the word we need to find. It's also probably a word we shouldn't say over uh, the phone. Right, okay. Uh, well, continue the research, and I'll see you in the morning, I guess. I guess so. Stay safe, Bryn. I will. The two nod. Page slips out of the warehouse. So I've knocked off another tick on who was our sire. So I gain uh, an immediate point of experience. Uh, and that scene ends. So things are going all right. Dropping the chaos rank down to a, to a, a trois. And now we meet with the Baron. Or fuck. We're going to have to find the guy. Let, let's do the casserole first, where we meet with the Baron. Seven, nothing happens. So, is the Baron in the same spot? Is his, like, RV in the same spot it was in yesterday? Somewhat unlikely. Yes, it is. Okay. So, he's still parked there. He was probably, act- he might have actually been waiting for Paige, because Ruben seemed like a chill dude. A chill dude with a very inconsistent accent. I'm sorry. I try not to go off tangents. Editing her, I will give him a consistent accent this episode. I promise. (laughs) So, Paige walks up 
Is the Enforcer... I have their name now. Is Marley also there? I'm going to say likely. No, but... So Marley isn't there. But there are uh, two... What do they look like? Uh, Busy. Uh, Yeah, they're just two... uh, they look like they're disguised as people doing community service, like picking up litter and trash, but they're very clearly packing and they occasionally keep looking at Paige as he approaches the, uh, the RV. Also, I need to move my clock up. Uh, so we're on hour two of eight. So Paige, uh, knocks on the door. Uh, Ruben, answers uh just says oh uh you're uh back early did you uh let's talk inside uh page steps inside to ruben's weird uh the whatever the polar opposite of a hippie bus is <laughs> and again sits crosslinking on the floor with ruben what's ruben's disposition knowing focused on your previous scene oh shit oh fuck me <laughs> Uh, Ruben sits cross-legged on the floor. Paige sits as well and says, So, you, uh, did you do it? I, yeah, I, I got Lena's blood. Pretty chill guy. Though, he had the whole, you know. Can vampires get sick? No, not traditionally. He's, uh, he's another one of their clans. Every clan has sort of their, you know, their good thing and their bad thing. Their clan is looking ugly as fuck, but their good thing is being smart, resourceful, hitting like a Mack truck. But I digress. I hadn't heard anything. I've had me pretty close to the ground, so... You've mostly proven yourself to us. You, uh... You seem to be able to hold up your end of a bargain. You seem to be able to follow through on a job. Though I wouldn't say subtlety is exactly your strong suit. You're uh, you're a bit of a talker, aren't you? He says with almost a threatening look. Paige says, I... Yeah, I did try to maybe, you know, con a little extra money out of him, but I, uh, Ruben says, that's not what I'm talking about. Your friends, the, uh, little group you meet up with in the warehouse. I had Marley follow you, just like I did last night. You, you need to be careful about who you talk to, all right? Like I told you, the most important rule of being a vampire, don't tell anyone else the vampires are real. Alright? The masquerade, most important rule to our survival. Now I have a whole warehouse for the kids who know that we're real. Paige, suddenly very upset, and is, is like, I... I I didn't know. They... I I told them to be secretive. I told them not to, like, say these weird trigger words over the phone anymore. Ruben blinks and says, Anymore? What are you... 
Oh, Christ, that... Oh, fuck. So let me get this straight. You snitched to a dozen people about vampires. And you brought the second Inquisition down on your head. I don't... No one's told me anything. I told you about the masquerade. I told you not to tell anyone. Reuben takes a deep breath, straightens up. Is he going to say what I think he's going to say? I'm going to say it's somewhat likely. No. So he takes a deep breath and says, I ain't going to have your friends put down. Yet. This is your last warning. Stop hanging around them. Stop putting their lives in danger if you love them so much. Paige blinks and says, Or what? You you said or. Like, do I have some... Do I have another option? Ruben sighs and says, You don't. Not exactly. <sighs> but you might be able to. Ruben thinks for a moment and says, Look... Just give it, give us enough time to show you the ropes, to get you set up, and then I can show you how you can still be with your friends, alright? But for now, just give them a wide berth, if you want them to live. How's that sound? Paige says, I... I 100% get what you're saying, but my my house, my apartment, was raided by the Second Inquisition. I don't have a safe place to stay, so I need I need someone who can keep me safe. All right, I just one. All right, just one person who would not betray you. All right, I've worked with them. They have thrown cops out of their cafe, all right? They're not going to tell anyone. They know how to keep a secret. Please, just trust me. And Paige is going to make a charisma persuasion check. Difficulty three. (sighs) Come on. I got two successes, and one of them is, one of them was a hunger die. <sighs> well, no, all three of my die are hunger die, so I can't willpower the third one. Shit. But Ruben, I think Ruben's willing to meet halfway. Though that doesn't mean Paige is getting off easy. Paige, Ruben thinks for a moment and says, I can work something out in the interim. Give me a name and an address. Paige blinks and says, Are you going to... I'm not going to kill them. But I'll need their name and their address if you want this to follow through. Paige thinks for a moment. I'm going to wits insight Reuben. Does he seem like he wants to... Hurt Bryn? I know what Ruben's doing, but Paige doesn't. One, two, three. 
he doesn't want to hurt Brynn. He has no intentions of killing Brynn, at least as far as Paige can tell. Though, it is a little hard to read Ruben. He is absolutely stone-faced whenever he wants to be. So, yeah, he says, I'm not going to hurt him, wherever they are. But if you want to bring him into this life, if you want... Just tell me their address, all right? I'm the Baron. I don't have to fucking justify myself to you. Paige says, all right, their name is Bryn Bush. Use they, them pronouns, and they... And list off the college and the dorm number. I was gonna take my stuff over to theirs tonight and make sure I get adjusted. Uh, is that still okay, or do you need to visit them first? I'm gonna say it's... It's very likely that Reuben wants to do his thing before Paige sees Bryn. Yes. Uh, Reuben says, let me talk to your friend first, alright? I'm not gonna hurt them. Just gonna make sure our rules are being followed. Paige nods and says, alright, fine. I... So, what now? What now? Get focus. Introduce a new NPC. How so? Starting dispute. Alright. What we do now is we try and get you to full blood status. Follow me. Reuben stands up, swiftly heads out the door, and Paige hurriedly follows. And that is where that scene ends. Bumping up the chaos rank, cause who boy, going to add a plot thread uh, that I am not gonna say what it is. But yeah, we basically just rolled what the next scene's gonna be. Uh, let's do a chaos roll real quick against rank of four, three. Fuck. So the scene is altered. Page is taken. Where is he taken? Oh boy, this is gonna suck ass. Uh, Arctic Research Station? What the hell? Ooh. Ooh, fuck. I know exactly where Paige is taken. So, Ruben, can Ruben drive? 50-50. No. So, Paige and Ruben walk. This absolutely takes two more hours. To the morgue that Paige escaped from on his first night. Uh, they don't actually go into the morgue. Ruben point, like, pointedly walks past it, but they actually go inside a hospital. Uh, Ruben just nods to the receptionist, who gives an unsure nod back. Paige says, What are we doing here? Ruben looks at him and just says, Your final test. Now keep quiet. And... Uh, as they're waiting for the elevator to go up, a third person enters. Who is this person? A lively beggar whose motivation is to suggest laziness. A lively, scheming beggar. 
Interesting. What do they look like? Anxiously dull. So yeah, this guy uh, dressed very plainly, just a white raggedy shirt. Looks like the same shirt he's been wearing for maybe a couple days. Jeans, boots, like walking boots that are falling apart. Beanie uh, steps into the elevator. Just says, hey, sorry. And stands there. And the elevator starts moving up. And this person looks at Paige and just says, This your, uh, this my new recruit? Ruben looks at the guy and just says, Not yet. There's one final test to go. The, uh, other vampire, uh, rolls his eyes and says, Look, come on, man, alright? You don't have to put every single one of my people through this, okay? Do you know how many people I have in my shelter that are just... Reuben looks at the guy and says, Wolf, be silent. I'm your Baron, and you will do as you are told, Duskborn. As Reuben says this, his voice echoes far more than it should in the elevator, and there is a depth and an anger and an inhumanity to his voice. And Jared, who I'm putting down on my character's list as the Thin Blood Primogen, Gives a nod, eyes wide, one last look at Paige, and then looks at the door. Paige stands there, very tense. And the elevator door opens. And the three step out, are walking down the hospital. They approach one room, where there is a... A nurse about to enter it with what looks like a tray of food. And uh, Reuben just puts a hand on the nurse's shoulder and says, You'll need it elsewhere. And the nurse, eyes wide, just says, I'm needed elsewhere. And turns around and walks away. And the three step into this hospital room. It's, it's a hospital room. You know, nothing special, very... A homogenous looking like every other hospital room. And in the hospital bed, uh, wearing his gown, uh, bandaging around his neck, ivy in his arm, is the coroner that Paige first stabbed. Breathing very heavily, unsteadily. Like every breath is just like. <gasps> <laughs> Reuben looks at Paige and just says, Everyone in my domain has a job. A duty that is chosen for them by me. But they also have a second unspoken duty. Pulls out a pocket knife, flicks the blade, and holds it towards Paige. Enforce the masquerade. Paige blinks, his eyes go wide, and he looks at the man and just says, I... I... I this guy, he... Reuben says, do it, or I will. Paige looks at the knife, 
looks up at Vubin and looks at the thin blood primogen who's just there trying to give Paige a look. Clearly wants to say something, but is too scared of Ruben to say anything. Paige looks the knife at the coroner whose eyes are closed, either from sleep or because he doesn't have the power to keep them open. Paige doesn't know. Paige looks at the man and is going to try and do this. It's going to be hard, but I don't know if Paige, how Paige would rationalize this. Would he see it as putting someone out of their misery, or would he just see it as killing someone just because they were there? It's going to be difficulty four, but if I get four successes on uh, Composure Resolve, Paige kills the man. One, two, three, four, five. Paige looks at Ruben one last time, takes the knife, and walks towards the coroner, who is very clearly, like, as Paige approaches, it's clear this guy is awake. He is... Just not able, he's not able to sleep, he's not able to keep his eyes open, he is hurting. Like, Paige did damage to more than just the skin. So, <gasps> Paige approaches, knife in one hand, and just says, ah, I'm sorry. And just draws the blade across the guy's throat. Just <laughs> cuts his neck. And the guy, probably if his vocal cords still work, he would scream. But because of the injury, he just... <coughs> as blood comes out of his neck and out of his mouth, and his eyes open for the first time, and he looks at Paige... And Paige does not break eye contact as the coroner dies. Paige instantly takes two stains on his soul. We're going to make, we're just going to go ahead and very quickly make his remorse check with one die. Success. So Paige does not lose humanity. He feels for this man. He looks. I'm gonna rouse the blood again. Fail. Paige starts crying. Blood out of the corner of both eyes. Silently just crying. He just needs some release as he pushes the bloody tears out of his eyes. And here's from behind Reuben. Yeah. He's ready for the diablerie. And that is where we are going to end this episode of Vox Noctis.